you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey girls, what the fuck's good? What's tea? What's juice? My name is Camo and you're listening to Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. So, Christmas, let's talk about it. Christmas 2022 was so cute and gorgeous. I hope everybody listening had a wonderful holiday, whatever you celebrate, wherever you celebrate. I hope that we all found a level of peace and happiness, all things considered, all the chaos going on in the world and our lives separately. We're all going through things. We've all got our own separate stories. So I hope that everybody was able to have the best time possible. I know I did. This Christmas was very eye-opening, I would say, speaking personally. I feel like I learned the true meaning of, I wouldn't say the true meaning of Christmas. I bet shut up. I feel the most gratitude. I'll say that. I really feel like I was able to express and experience a level of gratitude that I've not really fully felt, if that makes sense. I've, I feel like I've always been grateful. I feel like I've always been happy and content, but I feel like there was something about this year in particular that just really woke me the fuck up to all of the blessings that I have around me, the people, my family, and my my true friends who are there for me and rally for me and always there to support me through any and everything I go through. And 
yeah, so this year I would say was a, a beautiful Christmas. Um, I feel like I was the most present. I tried to stay off of my phone and just enjoy company, my friends, my family. My sister was staying with me for uh, a handful of days. We had a great time going out thrifting together. Um, she helped me clean up my house and put things up, organized. So I, I'm very appreciative of her and the time that we spent. And I can't wait to go get her next week to do, you know, some back to school shopping and just have a little shindig with my sister. But I have struggled my entire life. It's no secret by now that my identity and just me as a whole has been a challenge, has been a struggle. It has been a challenge to find comfort and peace within myself. But I feel like this Christmas, this holiday season as a whole, it it really has taught me a lot. Like, you know, at my family's house this year, we did, you know, the the usual white elephant or secret Santa. And uh, it was my turn to go up. And, you know, my stepmom, she is Mexican. And so I love celebrating the holidays with um, my extended family, because they have, you know, different traditions and different um, culture. So I love experiencing Christmas and like the holidays with them because they do things differently than I did growing up. Um, but they do their secret Santa where everybody pretty much watches everybody individually open their present. And then after you open your present, you have to go give the present you got for your secret Santa. And it's just like, it, it can be a lot of pressure and... <laughs> I felt like this year I was under a lot of pressure because my cousin Emily, she got my name. And um, <laughs> when it was my turn to go up, I see the bag. And inside of the bag, I noticed this little dust bag that said coach on it. And all I'm thinking is, holy shit, that is a coach bag. That is something designer. <laughs> Everybody else is getting socks and um, makeup and stuff. And also like, I'm still getting comfortable with being fully myself unapologetically and comfortably. And, you know, there's a lot of men in the room and all I'm thinking is, oh my God, they're going to see me open this purse. And what if they laugh or, you know, what if, what if people start judging me? Unrealistic of me to think that way. Well, not, maybe not unrealistic, but that wasn't what happened. I opened my present. It's a beautiful Beautiful, beautiful bag. I'm just going to open it up for y'all. I've been scared to take her out because I don't want to mess her up. But here she is in all of her glory. The purple leather. Are you kidding me, Emily? I love this so much. But I will say that when I was opening it, I was so terrified because I, I really didn't know how it was going to go. But I opened my present and everybody clapped and everybody was so thrilled to see me, this queer person, getting a purse, a purse that would not fly at some of my other family, family's functions. Like, you know, I am trying to 
move on from the situation with my grandfather a few years ago. I- I've told the story, but to recap, I basically was called on Christmas Eve a few years ago and told that on my birthday weeks prior, I had made him uncomfortable dressing as myself. I had on a dress and I had on makeup and lashes and nails and I was feeling pussy. I was. And I was told that I could not present as such if I were to ever come to his house. And so I did block, report, abort mission after that fiasco. And yeah, the, the opening me opening a purse and having everybody be so happy and cheerful, that's just not something that I'm used to. So it really did give me a level of peace and comfort within myself. So I know my family that was there in that moment, they probably don't understand or didn't even think how much of a big deal that moment was for me. I was very nervous. I had to read a note and I just couldn't do it. So I'm so sorry, Emily, that I made you read the note you wrote me, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. It just... I froze up. I'm really not good with public speaking. That is something that I'm realizing more and more as time goes on. But um, anyways, I'm just rambling at this point. Thank you, Emily, for my bag. I love it so much. And that moment, it really helped me find peace within myself and a level of comfort that I've never experienced. Also, my cousin, I have a cousin who is, I'm not entirely sure where they are, if they're transitioning, if they're non-binary. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they are transitioning. But I do remember growing up, some of the family, you know, I have spent a lot of time around this family, but most of them do speak mostly Spanish. So um, we've not like gotten really deep with one another. But I do remember growing up, always seeing this cousin and, and being, what's the word? being fascinated by them because I knew deep down that that is kind of who I was as well. But I did also remember times where some of the family wasn't really respectful of their identity and their pronouns and their lifestyle. And they would act like it was, you know, kind of a performance or a costume or, um, a phase, a fad or whatever. And this year also, I saw them so comfortably dancing around in this Mrs. Claus dress and the family was just embracing her as well. So it was the whole thing, not just my experience, but just watching everybody and being more present. I mean, I feel like I've I've spent a lot of time on my phone in the past. And this year, I, I did my best to look around and be present and pay attention to everybody. And by doing that, I just realized that there is so much beauty and love and acceptance around me more than ever. And that made this holiday season by far the best one yet. Not the bag, love the bag, but it was more so the sentiment and the experience as a whole. You know, the holidays are very hard at the same time for me now because of my mother's passing a few years ago. I'm still trying to wrap my head around all of that and 
be okay with that. Um, also losing my great grandmother a few weeks ago, right before Christmas. This this Christmas really could have been such a sad Christmas, but it turned out to be the best one yet for me. So I really hope that everybody listening was able to experience a beautiful time with their family or friends. I know a lot of people were at work and I really feel for you. I also want to say thank you to everybody in the medical field, um, everybody who fights for people's lives out there who was in an office or working on somebody or wherever you were on Christmas, you know, nurses, doctors, firefighters, as much as I'm not a fan of the police, they do have a purpose. Everybody who was clocked in on Christmas, I salute you. I appreciate you. And um, I hope you know that it takes a special person to do what you do. So thank you. On that note, I'm going to go on a break. And when I come back, I'm going to do a little 2022 recap and read through some of these notes I've got. My little, my little chicken scratch. Whatever the fuck it says. It says a lot. A lot of nothing. A lot of somethings. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right. So I'm back. Duh. <laughs> 2022 is here. I feel like time is just going faster and faster. Would y'all not agree? 
I remember growing up thinking to myself every day, wow, it's been a long fucking day. I wish this day was done. I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for adulthood. I'm ready for this, you know. And now that I'm here, I'm like, fuck, there's not enough hours in the day. What is that about? Is time moving faster and faster? Because that's how it feels. It truly feels like that for me. Maybe that's just my Adderall constantly on go mode, which is currently activating in my brain. I didn't have my Adderall for two days. Um, I forgot to call in my prescription or have my doctor send it in. So I did struggle. And now that I've been two days without it, it's just expanding in my brain right now. And I can really feel it doing its thing. Thank God, because now I have the will to live and get to this episode and have a good day. I would have had a good day regardless, but I'm a little more up and peppy now in case you couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. So New Year's. I have a lot of resolutions. I don't want to be that new year, new me bitch, because let's be real. Most of y'all are going to be the same bitch. Okay. I I will be mostly the same bitch too. I'm not going to be a new bitch. I'm going to be a better bitch. That's the thing. New year, better bitch. How about that? Yeah. Um, I have a lot of golds. Golds. Damn, bitch, can you talk? <laughs> Shit. Fuck. <sighs> Here we are. Once again. Rambling and forgetting my train of thought. But this is real. This is raw, unscripted, as I let you all know from the get-go. Maybe I should look at my notes. Okay, yes, poor. So my goals, right? I am going to continue working on my physical. I'm sure y'all are tired of that, you know, conversation, talking about my weight and whatnot. But since moving in November, I really took a break from the gym. I wish I had not, but I'm going to live with no regrets. It is what it is. I've 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 been adjusting. And now that I've really settled in, mostly settled in, I can start getting into a better routine, which is my goal for 2022. I really want to get into a healthy, stable, sustainable routine. You know, I'm staying up way too fucking late recently. I've always stayed up late, even in school, but now it's no longer two and three. It's five, six, and seven, sometimes eight. And then I sleep until two. And then I wake up and I'm like, fuck, where's my day? Oh, that's right. Gone because you stayed up all night. But again, I'm, I'm adjusting. I'm in my adjustment era and that is okay because I think I needed that. I think I really needed to rest and relax and celebrate life and enjoy the moment. I saw a TikTok right before I moved, actually. I know that the algorithm just shows us what, you know, it thinks we'll want to see. But I feel like the universe does its thing, you know. And I was so adamant about moving out and staying in my gym routine of like going every single day, sometimes twice a day and 
counting my calories and cutting my carbs. I, I really thought that I was going to move out and I was going to do that and stick to that. But then I saw this TikTok and this TikTok is not what caused me to be, be lax or whatever. But um, I do remember now sitting here thinking about it. There was a TikTok that was like, maybe these next two months are for you to really relax and recharge so that you can fully commit in 2023. Maybe you need to take a break so that you can be fully immersed and have the energy to do so. I feel like I was on go, go, go prior to moving. I've still been on go, but it's a different type of go. I was not happy with my living space and that is nobody's fault but my own. I was 27 living with my grandmother. She's a wonderful woman. She was very helpful and very there for me. And she did a lot for me while I was there. But it wasn't ideal for an adult who lives a different lifestyle, who films and records music all hours of the night. So I was very frustrated with myself and my living situation. So I was constantly on go. As soon as I woke up, I wanted to get out of the house and just do something. Um, but that's not healthy. I, I, I'm learning to be a homebody. I'm in my homebody era now also. Yeah, lots of eras right now. Homebody era AF for sure. I've been staying at home so much more and I love it. I actually love being home. Before I hated being home because I was confined to a bedroom and me and my grandmother together, we had so much shit and I love decorating. I love having a level of control, being able to, like my room, I loved how I had my room decorated over there, but I had so much stuff confined to one bedroom that it was so cramped and so cluttered, I couldn't breathe. So that also was just so stressful. I would wake up and be like, fuck, I have so much shit around me. I can't even record music. So I gotta, I, I just gotta fucking leave to get my mind off of things. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but here we are now. I'm staying home quite a bit. I wake up, I make my coffee, I play with my cats, and I enjoy my peace and quiet. It's been very peaceful and very quiet these past few days, especially because it's just been me and my space, and I'm very happy about that. I have been spending a lot of time on Facebook Marketplace. I am definitely a whore for a good bargain. That's no secret, no surprise. I think I'm going to start filming more secondhand content. I got kind of my first big push on TikTok making like sassy thrift store commentaries about the weird things that I saw, but people always wanted to see what I actually got. And I, I did show that sometimes back in the day, but I didn't show it as much. And now that I have my own space, I've been buying furniture and I have bought a few pieces that I'm going to have to put some TLC in and, and restore, bring back to life, repurpose a bit. And that's okay. And I'm excited to do that because I have the space and I have a, a whole patio in my backyard that I can go out there and sand things down and stain it. And I would love to film that process. It's something that I, I enjoy doing. I haven't done it in a long time. I painted furniture with my mother before. And growing up, actually, I've always been an entrepreneur. My family, they still do 
resell handbags, shoes, purses, handbag, you know, blah, 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 blah. They still do resell furniture and stuff. Resell anything, honestly. If they can make a buck off of it, they're going to fucking resell it. But I used to have like a booth with my family in Allie's attic and I would buy furniture from yard sales for dirt cheap and restore it to the best of my ability and flip that bitch. I bought this dresser once for $2 and sold it for like 60 bucks. All I had to do was like put a little polish on it. It was good to fucking go. But I want to start doing that again. I don't know if I'll like do so much reselling. I might. Who knows? Who fucking knows, bitch? It wouldn't hurt to make an extra coin flipping some pieces. I see a lot of nice pieces at the thrift stores. And I'm like, wow, you know, that would have been good if this wasn't this or if I added this hardware or if it had this top or whatever. Something that I could do now. I have all the time in the world. So I think part of 2023 is. Oh. Wow. My camera just died. For the visuals, for the visual watchers, I'm so sorry. My camera just died and I don't have the energy to restart this second half. So um, until I go on another break, enjoy my beautiful photo. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I just bought these batteries. The shit said battery exhausted. Bitch, what do you mean exhausted? I guess that's what I get for buying a battery off of Amazon. I couldn't find the fucking battery for this camera anywhere. I didn't even need the battery. I just needed the charger, but I couldn't find the charger by itself anywhere at the store. And this camera is like a year old. I don't I don't fucking get it. But uh, yeah, I had to buy this bootleg ass one off Amazon. And I guess it's just not as good as I hoped. <clears throat> so sad. But back to what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. I might um, start repurposing furniture. I have bought a lot of things off Facebook for my house and I'm loving it. I'm, I'm really in my HGTV era right now. I'm having the time of my life staging my living room and I have a table now. I didn't have a table up until about three or four days ago. My parents got me a table for Christmas. They got me a couch for my birthday. Thank you so much. I love both of them. They fit my house perfectly. I did get this piece. It is so beautiful off Facebook. Everything's off Facebook Marketplace. So let me just stop saying fucking Facebook Marketplace. Mark Zuckerberg, sponsor me because I'm your girl. I spend a lot of fucking time creeping these streets. But I found this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous console. It's antique as fuck. I'm going to do a house tour, so stay tuned for that. I'm really getting my house together. And once it's fully up and going, I'm going to do an in-depth house tour for you girls. And I'm very excited to share that because my house is looking so beautiful. Everybody coming over is like, oh my God, Camo, I can't believe this is your place. I can't believe it's my place. I fucking walk in my house and I'm like, God damn, this is me. And uh, that also really supports this new level of comfort that I am experiencing I've never had this 
the I've never had the resources. I've never had the assets. I never had the space that I have now. I don't even know what to do with myself half the time. I look around my house and I'm like, oh my God, bitch, you are grown. And at 28 years old, that that feels kind of wrong to for me to finally be able to feel this. I, I don't know, but I I do also have to be realistic with myself and give myself some grace because I did spend four years in a hospital when my friends were all learning how to get a, a job and learning how to go to to college and become an adult. I didn't have that experience. I did get a very late start. So I guess technically maybe I'm on the right timeline. If I didn't have to go through all that, I don't know. Maybe that's just me trying to make an excuse for myself. I don't fucking know, bitch, but I'm 28 and I'm finally in my own space. And I spent 27 years under somebody else's roof. And now here we are. I mean, I had like roommate situations I've talked about, but nothing feels quite like coming to your house your empty house. Well, it's not empty because I got my babies, my baby sweet angels, which by the way, I feel like this whole move and adjustment, it was kind of, um, it was hard on two of them in the beginning. Um, they didn't know what was going on. And I really feel like they thought that someone was going to take them and they were going to be gotten rid of. And that really makes me sad to think that they thought that because I love my cats so much. My cats are my best friends. And that might sound fucking weird to some people, but they just are always there. They're always there beside me, rubbing my legs and just <sighs> reminding me that there's beauty around me, such as them. They're so gorgeous. They're so cute and so sweet. Also, I've been in such a sap era as well. I I'm okay with sharing that too. I'm I'm learning to be a little more vulnerable. I'm a crybaby bitch. This is my and I'm not talking sad tears. Like I have been having so many emotional moments, just so many epiphanies and I've been crying a lot of happy tears over the past 2 months. And I look at my cats sometimes and I cry. I just cry because they're so perfect and so sweet and they do so much for me mentally. I literally don't know what I would do without my cats. But it was kind of an adjustment for my cat Binks and my cat Duchess. She especially is, she's like kind of still a little like, okay, bitch, what's going on? She's a little skittish. She's always been kind of skittish and standoffish. But um, Binks, my black cat, he has always been such a companion, always been there. But he was kind of scared for a while. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Surprisingly, my big old chunky boy, Bones, he was just so unfazed, so unfazed with the whole move. I had all of them in this big ass crate moving them to my apartment and they were fucking going nuts. But Bones, mm -mm, he said, not me. Mama, I know we're going to bigger and better things, okay? I'm holding it down. He didn't meow or cry once in that car ride. I let him out in the house. He didn't run off and hide. He just be chilling. When I have guests over, all of my cats, they disperse. They, it's like they know someone else is in the house that doesn't belong there. Someone that 
they're not used to like I don't know if it's their smell or what it is but it's like the second the door opens if it's not somebody they've been around a handful of times someone that they're familiar with they fucking take off they're gone and I don't know where the fuck they're at until the the company leaves and then they just all start coming out but um bones he usually he's just he he be posted up he don't give a fuck he just like hey I'm here let's smoke let's do something pet me look at me I'm cute um but the other cats they're 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 coming out of their shells finally and I feel like this move has really bonded us more I've been at the house more so they experience me more and I just pass them and I'm just like oh my sweet angel and then I cry and um they're like wow mom what's going on and I'm like you're just so precious that I love you and we're at our house our little castle our little casa I don't know what I'm saying at this point shut the fuck up bitch I'm going on another break (laughs) you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right, girls, I'm back again. That whole battery fiasco really got me off of my train of thought, really fucked me up. So I'm going to get back into it because I still haven't even gotten gotten into my 2022 recap. Huh. Anywho's it, what's it? This piece of furniture I was telling y'all about before I went into the whole tangent about how much I'm just so in love with my cats. I got this gorgeous... (laughs) console on Facebook marketplace for 50 bucks. I love a good bargain and it is so gorgeous. It's antique. It's farmhousey. It has these brass doors. Like the doors are so heavy. I I bought some burlap, like big sheets of burlap on Amazon. I'm waiting for them to come in. Hopefully they're not as much of a disappointment as this battery was. Um yeah, I bought, I bought, I bought some um burlap material i'm gonna cut it up into squares because the brass doors it has like this beautiful intricate design on it but you can see behind it and i don't want people seeing what's behind it it's just not aesthetic to me so i think i'm gonna get these burlap sheets and cut them perfectly to hide what's behind and also that just kind of looks farmhousey too so i think it'll i think it'll fit it perfectly i hope it's kind of like got this it's like brown but it also has like gold I don't know whoever like repurposed it once upon a time did a a pretty good job because there's like accents of gold and like green and like it's kind of it looks kind of rustic but it is a little it needs a little TLC I'm gonna I'm gonna ooh, pardon me I'm going to kind of sand down some of the edges and restain it and 
put the burlap behind those. I also got this lamp last night from, of course, Facebook Marketplace. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I found this lamp. And it was so funny because when I saw the lamp, it it's um it's a lamp of a woman laying on like a chase lounge. She's naked and she has hair very similar to mine, like bangs and long hair in the back. And when I saw, it, I was like, oh my God, that looks like me. It literally looked like me. And <laughs> the girl had it listed as lady of light the lady of light or something like that <laughs> and i just thought it was so funny because that's some shit i would do like list something for sale and name it lady of light <laughs> so not only did it look like me but it sounded like something i would say and it's gorgeous it's a fucking gorgeous lamp i got miss lady of light thank you to whoever you are out in woodstock that sold me that gorgeous lamp. I, I love her. And she's now sitting on my gorgeous console. I'm manifesting that I become that woman, that that lady of light, because she's exactly what I want to be. Yeah. So it was kind of like a manifestation as well. I just feel so connected to this lamp. I don't fucking know why, but I do. And I love it so much. And you will see it very soon. So stay tuned. I also, yesterday, my friend was over here. We were just kiki and whatnot. And I found this. It was used as like a magazine stand in a hospital. And I don't know what the deal with that hospital is or or it, maybe they're just downsizing. I don't know if they're going out of business. I don't fucking know. But someone had listed this huge, very heavy, solid wood magazine rack. And I saw it and they had it for 25 dollars what 25 fucking dollars it's huge it's huge but i was like i'm not gonna put magazines in there i'm gonna put my records and so now my records are beautifully spread out on display i don't think i've ever bought something that made me happier I, i'm seriously like when i got that shit in my house and i put my records in it, i literally was jumping up and down and fucking stimming out. It makes me so happy. I can't wait to share that with y'all because it's gorgeous and all of my girls are on display. What else did I get this week on Facebook? There was something else. Oh, coffee table. I got my fucking coffee table and it came with two side tables. I thought the side tables were going to be smaller than they were, so... I might sell them on Facebook because I paid a little too much for the coffee table. But it's this raw iron oval. A lot of my furniture is very square and boxy. So I wanted to kind of break up some of the boxiness with this oval coffee table. And I found one that really fit what I was looking for. So, um, But the, the side tables are a little too big. So I might get rid of them to make up some of my money that I spent on that coffee table. Goddamn. Yeah, but uh, let's see what else. That's about all. I I'm looking for a big arc um, lamp to go over my sofa. I've bought all these LED lights, in case you couldn't tell. These light bulbs are throughout my entire house. There's one light fixture that I can't get to. I would have to get like a 20-foot ladder. It's in my staircase, 
going up the stairs, like way up there. And I just, I physically can't reach it. So I, I hope like maintenance will come over here and I change my light bulbs in there to the LED ones. Because two of my light fixtures are connected at the same power source. So like two of them come on and they're gorgeous, whatever color I want. And then there's the bright one. So it like kind of kills the vibe a little bit. But my house is like all LED now. And it's so pussy. Like the LED strips, thing of the past. I, I, I tried to get into them. I try to be super TikTok. But I'm too fucking grown for that shit. LED light bulbs. It, it just makes more sense. You can move them around. The strips, they rip off your fucking ceiling. They fall. Then you got the long ass ugly cord that you, you just can't hide. And when it's daytime and there's no beautiful LED light coming out of it, it just looks so horrendous and cheap. And <sighs> LED light bulbs, they're, they're, they are pricey. I fucking spent $300 on all these light bulbs, but they were all half off too. So it would have been like fucking $600. So a win is a win. Um, I, I am building my set as I'm referring to it because I'm going to be here for a while. So I got to make it look pussy and I'm loving my set, you know? So, yeah. But now that's out of the way. Let's uh, let's get into the recap. Okay. Because... Still haven't gone there. <laughs> so 2022, oh, wow. It was a year full of lessons, full of choices, full of epiphanies and fuck. Excitement, sadness, adjustments, new beginnings. It has been the most transformative year for me. Absolutely, hands down. I I, I feel like last year, I thought that that year was the most transformative. And you know what? It was at the time. It, it was the most transformative year for me. But now this year was really transformative. Physically, I am entirely a different person, I would say, than I was when I started the year. But also mentally, I feel so sharp and so wise and I feel a level of peace that I haven't felt before. And last year I had a level of peace, but it, it, there's so much duality. I feel like duality is my favorite word because it is true. Two things can exist at once. Even when I was insecure with my physical, I still had such a level of security within myself because as a whole, I've never hated myself. I've never hated who I was. I've never hated being myself, but I have had insecurities, of course. And so I feel like, you know, some people perceive me as very confident. And I would say overall, as if I were to step out of my body and really just focus on me as, as a whole, I've always felt a level of confidence. I do love myself. I do like myself. And I have been able to express confidence even when I was not the most secure in myself, if that makes sense. So last year, I did feel a certain level of confidence while I was also experiencing the biggest amount of insecurity with my physical state. But anyways, so this year, I've really transformed that. And with doing that, it's also transformed my mental 
I don't think it's talked about enough. I know I have mentioned it before, but I don't think it's widely talked about how weight has such an effect on more than just your body. Like it's it's bigger than it's bigger than just oh, I'm I'm a bigger person. No, there's so much more baggage that comes with it. Personally, my experience was I was constantly in my head about how my body looked, how people were perceiving me. I was constantly, you know, doing the big girl thing, pulling my shirt. I was constantly reaching for a pillow to put in my lap. And I just wasn't ever really comfortable. So I wasn't able to be present. And it would cause me to have such a a low social battery because I would just exhaust myself with my overthinking about my body. And so being more confident physically has really helped me be more present and feel more alive and feel like I, I can experience life with better eyes, if that makes sense, because I'm not so consumed with how people are perceiving me or how people think of me. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on myself. There's still room to go. But I will say that this year I'm like, okay, shit, bitch, this is this is me. And I'm 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 happy and confident with my physical state finally for the first time in many years. But this year I started out, Tasia was still on the podcast. And um, I personally was very insecure with myself. I uh, went on this trip in February, with, or was it February or late January? I don't remember. It was sometime early in the year. Oh, it was late. It was late February. I had went on this trip with some friends and one of them took photos with a film camera. And when we got back from the trip, she shared an iCloud folder with everybody who was there. And these photos really shook me to my core. (laughs) And that is no jab at big people. I am speaking from experience entirely. I'm not promoting anybody make drastic change to their physical if they don't want to or if they don't feel necessary to do so. I see a lot of people get really defensive when people get on the subject of weight and their physical state and health in general. And sometimes people really need to take a step back and understand that just because one person wants to do something or feels a certain way about themselves doesn't mean that you have to feel that same pressure. And it doesn't mean that it's a personal attack either because I have expressed my newfound confidence and I see a lot of people in the reviews and I've seen a lot of comments being like, oh, you're toxic, talking about weight. And this is just how I feel. You know, I was not happy with myself. And if you take that as a personal jab, I'm so sorry. I hope you can find peace. But this is my experience and I was not happy. So if you are able to experience peace and comfort as a bigger person, I am so happy for you, but I was not happy big. And I look back at old videos and 
photos, such as the photos that really opened my eyes for me early on in the year. And um, I am a bit disgusted, but at the same time, I'm also very proud of myself because it shows that I can commit to something and really make a difference. So I don't regret being bigger. It did show me a lot. It taught me a lot. It put a lot of things into perspective. I mean, the the big experience versus I'm still not quote unquote skinny, but I am skinny in comparison. But once upon a time, I was very skinny. And the, the experience of then when I was rail thin and being morbidly obese and also just being slim thick now, all three separate experiences. So I've, I feel like I've had such a palette of experiences. And I will say that the smaller I've gotten, the more positive my life experiences are, I will say. But that's not the case for everybody. That's not the narrative for everybody listening. And if it's not, I'm happy for you. But me personally, it just wasn't the case. So I started the year off, went to that thing. I saw the photos. I had not weighed myself in so long out of fear of what the scale would say. I was scared that I was going to see the number and it was going to push me over the edge. And that's exactly what I did. I got back from that trip, got those photos, and I was like, holy fuck, I don't even recognize myself. I immediately weighed myself and realized that I had gained all 120 pounds that I had lost. I was very big in high school. I got to 275 and lost 120 pounds. And then I gained 130 of it back. And that was the first time I had weighed myself in months. I had gained like 30 more pounds since the last time I had weighed myself. And that was such a wake up call. And so I lost some weight from that. And then I met somebody. We started dating. I don't talk a lot about my personal life, but um, you know, I did meet somebody and meeting them helped me stay on track. They did not put any pressure on me. They did not suggest for me to lose weight. In fact, they really liked me and appreciated my body at my biggest. So that experience, my experience with him and our relationship was also just such a big part of 2022. And who I am now. And that experience, that relationship, it taught me a lot about love and how to be vulnerable and how to really open up and speak from the heart. I am a pretty passionate person, but I haven't always been able to have certain conversations or convey certain feelings. I think I've always been vulnerable to some extent, but I've never really expressed my emotions. I've I've expressed my reactions to things, you know, like people being homophobic or transphobic or racist. I've had these outbursts on TikTok and, you know, y'all have seen me get passionate about like things like that, but I've never really been able to say that hurt my feelings or that made me feel like this. And I don't know where that stems from. I, I, If I had to guess, I feel like a lot of times I've not really been heard or, or felt 
people listen, but I don't think they really hear what you have to say sometimes. And that's been my experience for so long. So I kind of just avoided expressing certain things, which is just not healthy. Um, It's a toxic trait, but meeting that individual really helped me feel like I was valued. And we had such a good time. It was such a thrill. It was a very beautiful relationship and it made me very happy. We're not together. Um, I still care about this person very much, but um, it is what it is. That relationship was very beautiful to me and very significant for 2022 and helped me develop into a better person. I, I was truly inspired in that relationship to stay on track with my goals and I stuck to them and I'm very proud of myself for doing so. I just continued losing weight and I started going to the gym again, heavy going to the gym. Now, I've not been the best recently, but that's okay. Um, I did nonetheless really put some fucking work in. I really did. And I gained a lot of muscle this year. I shred a lot of fat and I'm very pleased with who I'm becoming. But let's see, what what else really significant has happened this year? I mean, obviously, I got my place in November, which is actually just still so crazy to me. And I know I keep rambling about my house, but like I always wanted to be in my own space. But because of my lack of credit and my inconsistent money like I don't have like a nine to five like I make money on the internet like I didn't think that it was going to be possible for me to go out there but I found the perfect place at the perfect time I saw an opportunity and I just fucking went with it and I'm very happy that I did I got out and now here I am in my HGTV era decorating living as a housewife cooking cleaning And yeah, so I would say this year has been a year, to say the least. It's been a great year. I learned a lot, and I'm very happy with how things are turning out, and I'm very excited for 2023. So (sighs) 2023, here we come. Oh my goodness, not my camera dying again. Wow, girls, so sorry about the visual. Uh, but it is what it is. Here we are again. No video. Girls, get a journal, get an expo marker and dry erase board and write down what you are going to do for 2023 because it's good to see that. It's good to see something so you're reminded. We need we we need reminders. Lists lists and uh, reminders are very helpful, especially if you have ADHD. I see my dry erase board right now and I'm like, oh my God, wow, we still haven't talked about this, that, this, that, and this, that because you weren't looking at me. But now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow. (sighs) Yeah. I can talk all day about nothing. I can, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, in school when you had to write a paper and it had to be a certain amount of words and like, you had to really stretch it out to get it. I feel like that's what I do. I feel like that's what I fucking do. I do that on this show sometimes. I do that in real life. And I'm sorry. 
I could have easily just said, hey, I lost weight. Hey, I got a new house. Hey, I, I feel grateful. Hey, I'm, I'm in my homebody era. I did this. I got that. And boom, that took 30 seconds. How the fuck did I stretch that all out into a, an hour? An hour. Wow, crazy camo. Totally random, but I wanted to mention to my girlies, this is just a little um, advice. You know, I have been searching for a while um, for a soap or a product or something that would help me clear up my skin on my legs. So just sharing vulnerably. Here we are being vulnerable. I have worn leggings for a long time. So if you're a legging mama out there, you may relate, especially if you're a thicker legging mama. Um, Leggings can be very bad for our skin because we sweat. And when your clothing is so tight, sweat has like bacteria, you know, and when you wear such tight clothing and there's not much room to breathe, your skin can break out, you know? So um, my thighs and my little tush have notoriously flared up from time to time with, you know, some little acne flare-ups, if you will. Very minimal, very minimum, thank God, but still enough for me to stress and uh, I have tried a lot of products. I've tried salicylic acid. I've tried all these liquid exfoliants. I've tried benzoperoxide. I've tried all these different serums and lotions and medicines and antibacterial soaps. I've tried so many things. I've spent so much money and time. I've I've bought cheap products, expensive products. And I will say, I love the CeraVe line entirely. Um, but I did recently, about a week ago, pick up, they have a bar of soap for rough and bumpy skin. And it's got salicylic acid in it. I didn't know that there was such a thing as a salicylic acid bar of soap, but CeraVe has one now. I don't know if it's new. I've seen other bar of soaps, but I've never seen this one from them. And I am so obsessed. My legs are so clear and so smooth right now, so quickly. Benzo peroxide, it has helped. I have had success with a lot of different products, but it was like, didn't fool, like my little bumps would like clear up and they would be so small, but like there were still remnants and it was like, okay, let's keep it at bay. But then, you know, I would get to slacking on my skincare and wear my leggings for an extended period of time. And before you know it, my thighs were not happy with me, but these, this fucking bar of soap, bitch, I don't fucking know what it is about it, but it has given me better results than anything. So I guess what I'm saying is if you are out there with any type of body acne or rough, bumpy skin, please do yourself a favor and stop spending hundreds of dollars trying to figure something out because you really don't have to. CeraVe, the bar of soap is like five bucks. It's the one with salicylic acid though. Get that one. It's got like um a rough texture, almost like an exfoliant. 
and you just rub that shit on the, the problem area and bitch, I'm telling you in a couple of days, you're going to be like, oh my God. Wow. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go record some music cause that's all I've been thinking about all day. But, uh, on that note, <sighs> I love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have a beautiful New Year's. Stay safe, stay warm, and hug your loved ones a little harder this holiday season. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.